Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Reed. If you are a foodie, this is the episode for you. My guest today is Chef Charles David. He is a restaurateur, and he has mastered the art of making some of your favorite comfort foods in vegan versions, right? We will get to him in just a bit, and it is going to be worth the wait. But just wanted to make a wellness check. I know I have been fighting for my wellness and my joy over the past few weeks, let's get real, months, with pretty much being confined to my home and immediate surroundings. And then all that is going on because of the rest of the world is finally realizing just how racist this country is. You know what I mean? It's a lot. And while I'm happy that this is happening, I will feel better about it when we have seen significant change. That's my take. How about you? How are you guys doing? I hope you are all doing really well and working hard to make time to self-care and also making time every day to find a little bit of joy. Well, Craves Eats is a New York restaurant that serves some of your favorite comfort foods, such as oxtails, lasagna, flatbread, mac and cheese, all of it vegan. So what is the secret to mastering vegan food in the kitchen? Well, the owner and chef of Craves Eats, Charles Davis, is my guest today. Hi, Charles. Hey, how you doing? How's everything? You know, really well, considering how are you, how's, how's, first of all, how are you, how's family and friends giving this health pandemic that we're in right now? Well, we're great. I mean, we're just keeping our spirits up. Uh, you know, we're keeping our faith. We're trying to abide by all the laws they put. And then, you know, the main thing for us, we just really worried about the future, where we're going in the future. You know, as a president right now, we can't do too much, you know, with the guidelines. We're washing our hands, we're wearing our masks, and I have little ones in the house. So, you know, we kind of like being very, you know, cautious with that, how we interact with people, because we just don't know. Because every time you turn on the news, there's something new. There's a new symptom. There's like, and it's like the simplest things, the basic cold, the basic allergies, your asthmatic, it all falls under it. So, yeah, kind of don't know. But, you know, yeah. for the most part, we just, we, we, you know, we, we maintain and we're thankful. We're blessed. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. What about business? Because I know... You know, the restaurants are kind of some of the businesses that are hit the hardest with this because it involves, you know, people coming into close contact. So how is business at this time? Well, see, for us, right, being that we do mostly everything from home. So right now, like the restaurant, I, I had a restaurant 710 West. That's closed. That was on 94th and 95th and Amsterdam Avenue. So that was before my vegan journey. It was a Thai Japanese restaurant. Then I changed it to comfort food. Yeah. Then as, you know, we phased out of that restaurant, you know, legal issues, different problems. We won't get into all that. But we, we, we took on the journey of becoming vegans. So uh, Cynthia, you know, wife Cynthia, she started. I followed her. <laughs> and, uh, as, and, you know, as all good men should. Yeah, you know, you got to follow, follow suit. You know, yeah. you follow yeah. suit. <laughs> you know, and, um, and the rest is history. We just, you know, started doing events, catering. Uh, we do weekly meal preps. We do daily meals when people call us. So. Right now, I kind of took a back seat from doing that because I tackled on a new journey, which I wanted to actually get out to the medical field. And I wanted to get to those medical frontline workers and actually get them some meals. 
I know everybody's donating stuff, but I was like, wow, I want to donate some of my vegan dishes. I just want to do my part. Yeah. And I reached out uh, to a city council lady named Helen Rosenthal. And, um, you know, we came together. We did something. She uh, introduced me to another guy. Uh, he donated some money. Then I just went online to my friends on Facebook and on Instagram. And then I actually donated my own money and time and energy. And we just started cooking. And we started going to different hospitals around New York City. Hope I'm not getting ahead of myself. Like I said, I No, no, you. that's great. I mean, because we're talking about the whole pandemic and COVID-19 yeah. and how as a business you're responding. And so you're answering that question perfectly because it was one of the things I did want to ask you about is you're taking this opportunity to really give back to those, you know, that are on the front lines of this by providing something that everybody needs and that is food. Yes, food. I think it's real important. I mean, and... It's not just the medical people. I wish I could get to the lower staff people, the guys that clean the rooms and everything. Yeah, right. They're very important because they're putting their lives on the line and they have to go home to their families. So it's like, how do you go home to your family? And you're in contact with so many people on a daily basis. And some doctors and nurses, they're not going home. Yeah. You know, they're putting them up in hotels or they're staying at the hospital. They're doing double shifts because they're overcrowded. So it just wanted to give some relief. And just like, oh, here, I appreciate you guys, you know, with all you're doing give you a nice warm milk and it's healthy for you. It's vegan, 100% vegan. It's no meat, no dairy, anything in it. And actually the texture and the flavor, we, I mean, we can compete with anybody. I just, I'm so confident with that. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm loving. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the food um, that, that you are known and loved for. Let's talk about what you're serving. I mentioned some of those things. Um, are, are you a chef? Are you a trained chef? Like, how do you know how to, how to manipulate and cook all this vegan, great vegan food? Well, again, I guess uh, for me, cooking really goes back, I guess, to North Carolina, Farmville, North Carolina. And, uh, okay. and my grandmother and my grandfather, uh, my grandmother and grandfather, they had, uh, I think, a total of 17 kids. And uh, wow. they had the, the garden in the back. They were growing all the, the, the greens and everything you eat. They had animals, you know, farm animals, you know, but they cooked a lot. So just watching them in the kitchen doing that and then growing up. And I, I just love being around food. So I always went to different restaurants eating, just tasting food and just trying to figure it out. I would talk to the owners, the managers, just figuring out. Then when I got into the restaurant business myself, it was kind of weird because I brought into the business. It was a restaurant called Long Grain Sushi in Asia Khan. I was a, a black man, man of color, and I had a Chinese partner and a Thai partner. It was the weirdest marriage in life, <laughs> and, um, you know, and I watched the cooks there. So it, it taught me how to cook Asian dishes. So then when they left, I just stood in a restaurant and I made it more of a fusion place. So we were selling, I mean, everything, you know, but it wasn't vegan at the time, but we were selling everything from sushi to oxtails and macaroni and cheese to wow. turkey wings, you know. All so under one roof? One roof. Though. It, was, it was like a big pot of gumbo. You know, and people will come in and be like, what is going on in here? You have some everything. You got a person eating sushi in front of you, but another person have a down-home southern meal. And another guy just have wings, different flavors. So it was fun. You know, the identity was all over the place, but it was fun. You know, and I took that same kind of uh, idea to approaching the vegan. When I'm cooking vegan dishes, I don't just stay in one lane. I like cooking there's a wide variety of dishes from Italian to Mexican, yeah. you know, to American. I it's just, you know, southern dishes. I try to go all over because I want to please everybody. You know, I, I want somebody, to, you know, anybody to come in and be like, hey, I can get a dish. 
you know, my friend eating it, I can eat there too with you guys and you can enjoy it. Yeah, you know, and, and I love that. I love that you came from cooking non-vegan, you know, non-plant-based food. So you had an understanding of different flavors and a variety of flavors and different delicacies. And you brought that into the vegan space. And it's the, you know, a lot of times people will say this to me, you know, you're vegan, what do you eat? You must be hungry all the time. And I'm like, there's so much great food out there. Do pe Are people surprised when they taste your food and, and realize how delicious vegan food can be? Wow, I mean, uh, people are very surprised. So I have like family members that come and they give me a hard time. Oh man, I don't eat that vegan stuff. I said, what do you mean? You act like the vegan stuff is, is, is regular food. Yeah. No, you eat lettuce, you eat tomatoes, you eat collard greens, you eat broccoli, you know, celery, you eat, you, you know, you just, you know, add dairy and you eat meat along with it, you know. So for me, is well, I, uh, I do these empanadas and I love doing those because when you go to the Latin community, they have, I mean, the seasoning and the spice, I mean, it just pop out at you. Yeah. It, you know, and um, when I do those empanadas and I give them to people, I give them to, you know, Latinos and they're like, oh my God, what is this? What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? What are you having that? And I tell them sometimes I use the seitan and sometimes I use a soy protein base, you know, and they be like, come on, what are you doing? This, 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 this is, you, you, you're lying to me. This is not vegan food. Yeah. And I love that reply. So even when I do my pasta dishes, lasagna, or I do the ziti, or when I do my macaroni and cheese, there's so many ways you can do it, you know, and I cook pasta maybe about six, seven different ways I make pasta, you know, so yeah. I try to keep it fresh and keep it fun because I, I believe that um, if you enjoy the food, the food looks good, it tastes good, you're going to want more. Yeah. You know? And that's me, and it's healthy for you. I don't want you to compromise your taste buds, you know, like, because like you say, people here vegan, they think you're just eating lettuce, like you're a rabbit eating lettuce and carrots. Some do. You know, that's just not me. Yeah, no, there, there's so much variety. You can you can be a raw vegan. You could be a whole yeah. foods vegan where you just eat, you know, non-processed foods. Yes. Or you can go all in and just eat everything that's plant-based. You know, there's so many yeah. options out there these days. But for you, and just so we can make it plain to people, I mean, I get this, but I just want you to explain it for those out there who are really kind of struggling with this. So you you, you made food in a regular kitchen that was not vegan. Now you're doing it in a vegan kitchen. What's the biggest difference when you're in the kitchen, you know, from what you were cooking before when you were using dairy and meats to now? The biggest thing is like uh, egg substitutes, you know? So I would, use, uh, I would use the flat seeds. I would actually use the mill and I would put actually some water into it and measuring it off right and trying to get that gooey texture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That way you can actually fry stuff when you dip it into the flour and it sticks on it. So those yes. are some of the issues that you run into where you just have to keep playing around. So I don't use water. I try to get uh, almond milk, you know, or something like that, and I mix it in there and it actually sticks a little bit, you know, more. I write that down. I'm writing that down. Add a little bit of olive oil in it, you know, add a little bit of olive oil in it, you know, and just like little things I do just to try to, you know, that way the coat, on the food can be good when I dump it in the fryer. So, I mean, you, you run into some things, but for me, like I said, the biggest thing is, um, it's just the taste. It's how you season your stuff. It you is. know, basically, yeah, you know, and that's just, it's another thing with health issues, you know, like we don't, we don't inherit diabetes or this or that. We inherit bad diets, you know, <laughs> and, yes. you know, and that's just it, bad habits and bad eating, you know, where with being a vegan, you can still eat bad. 
You know, it's not all, but you're gonna you're not gonna eat as bad as the next person is, but you still can eat that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I watch some of the times when I season because I found myself in the beginning, I was actually just forgetting, hey, this is like this is this is plant-based. It doesn't need that much seasoning, you know. You don't yeah. have to do too much to it. It's not like meat you're trying to penetrate and get into the meat, you know, have you were soaking it overnight, you're doing something, marinating it. You don't have to do this with that, mm-hmm. with plant-based food. So, you know, it's just little little things we run into, little bumps in the road, but not too much. Yeah, not too much. And I'm glad you brought up the, the health issue because now, you know, in the midst of this COVID-19, you know, particularly in the African-American community, because of pre-existing conditions, you know, those, uh, you know, we're the ones that are dying from this more than any other group. And I always try to emphasize to people, this is a healthier lifestyle for you. Even if you eat a vegan burger and there's some calories that do come with that, you know, you may splurge every once in a while, but it's still better than a Big Mac. Yes. It's healthier for you. And so I wonder if mixed in with the foods that you have, do you have some healthy foods next to that lasagna and oxtails and the different, the well, well, healthier things? Well, you, you remember, like, the oxtails I make now is 100% vegan oxtails. No, I mean, I know. I'm talking all vegan. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like even, even when I make even my lasagna, my lasagna is basically spinach, uh, zucchini, you know, squash, you know, all healthy, crushed up tomatoes, everything. So everything in there is all healthy. You know, the the only thing is the pasta, the carbs, and that's it. So everything I do, I I actually use fresh vegetables in. So, you know, we don't, we eliminate that. So you're going to be healthier than eating regular lasagna anyway. So if I add a vegan cheese, or I may make my own cheese sauce, you know, so I'll try to do that with nutritional yeast. I mix that in with a with a little bit of uh, I won't give away too much. <laughs> a little, like I said, you use uh, one of the vegan uh, substitute milks that you like. You can add that in a little bit of seasoning in that, and uh, maybe some vegetable stock, vegetable broth, and you stir that around, let it thicken up, and you got a cheese sauce. Charles, I'm hearing cookbook here. I'm hearing a cookbook. <laughs> you know, the weirdest thing with me is I don't really I don't write anything down. Uh huh. You don't? No, I, I haven't I haven't written down a recipe yet. Oh, boy. So if you go on my page, everything that you see is really just here, just off the top of my head, and just the love and the passion that I put into the food. That's, that's just, amazing. And, and that's, like, really, I mean, it's bad that I don't write down. Somebody said, Charles, how are you going to pass it on? You know, you know, and, uh, you know, if I want to package it, see Tam, if I want to package it up, I have to add all, all the stuff that I add into it to make the flavor because yeah. you're just building up the flavor to get it to mimic chicken. So this is a mock meat. You know, and it's easy to make, you know. It's, it's just flour, and you're adding in your vegetable stock and your seasoning, and you, you know, you get into a nice form, it boils up, then you actually put it in some water and boil it. And you boil it, it toughens up, it swells up so big. A little piece like this becomes like this. Wow. Yeah, so you can wrap it in aluminum foil, you can do it in an oven, but it swells up so good. It depends on what meat you're making. And you can actually use it for sliced meat if you want to make sandwiches. So it's just different ways you can use it. That's what I love about it. You can play with it so many different ways. Yeah, that's great. You have your own uh, secret seitan recipe. Um, uh, I can't wait to try your food. So I want to ask you about your vegan journey. How long have you been vegan and why did you decide to become vegan? Okay, I think it's been like like three years, maybe a little over. And um, like I said, uh, Cynthia, 
she was at work and she was uh, her friends. They, I guess they do something like maybe once a month. They were like, you know, we're not going to eat this. or not going to eat that. Yeah. And so she came home and I was like, you know what? Well, hey, let's just do it. You know, so if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it also. Because I'm not going to sit here and be eating chicken and steak and then you can't eat it. So. Right. And I love to cook anyway. So I'm like, it's a challenge for me. So when I took on the challenge and I started doing it, I was like, wow, I really like this. You know, let me see what people think about it also. You know, because I'm, I'm always feeding people anyway, so it doesn't matter. So I'm like, let's see what people think about it. And then people started liking it. I started posting pictures of people like, wow, Charles, I need to try that. I want to try this. I want to try that. So I'm like, hey, we got something here. Let's just go with it and let's see how far we can go. And, you know, and I haven't turned back yet. I mean, I had... Um, you feel different? I feel different. I was borderline diabetic, had high blood pressure. You know, my blood pressure is down. Uh, I, I cut down on the medication and just eating right. Um, one thing I'm not doing, which I should be doing, I should be exercising more. But I had surgery on my meniscus years ago, and I didn't do the rehab, so I have to be careful how I move around. Yeah. You know, but if I was exercising, oh man, I would feel like I'm almost—I <laughs> would feel like I'm about 19. <laughs> right, right. That exercise does make a difference. Yeah, it, it, it adds on. What do we do, Charles, to get more people in the black community, particularly black men, because a lot of times meat. You know, having that burger, having that steak is is tied to, you know, testosterone and, and it's yeah. a man's thing. How do we get black men to see that eating vegan is not, you know, it, it, it's still a, a, a masculine thing to do? Well, th that's what I'm doing now. And a lot of the meal preps that I do are from guys you would you would least expect. You see them come. I mean, you're looking like, wow, okay, you want a meal prep? Yeah, man, I want that. You know, and... And it's just, uh, I'm giving them the things that they normally would eat, but just in a vegan form. Yeah. So if you want a big burger this big, I will give you a big vegan burger this big. I'm giving you a crispy chicken sandwich. You don't have to go to Wendy's. I'm giving it to you in a vegan style. The yeah. same thing Wendy's is giving you. So you don't, you don't have that little plate with all the little pretty vegetables on it where you're eating it. So I'm like, oh, what you doing, man? You're eating that, you know? Right. So I'm actually giving you meaty-sized plates with men it's like oh wow i could eat this i'm gonna be full yeah. so you know and the things that we're doing is i i don't want you to compromise i'm not gonna have you like oh it doesn't taste this way the texture i'm giving you texture and taste so that way and i'm, I'm giving them knowledge on why you should eat it also because yeah. the thing is like i said you go into a, a inner city community the chinese restaurant mcdonald's popeyes bojangles kennedy fried chicken kansas fried chicken in the liquor store, <laughs> so, <laughs> so is the options are horrible. So uh, you know we would have to put a craves, which I want on every every corner, like yeah. maybe every five ten blocks. You want a craves, just like if the Chinese restaurant, then that would attract yeah. people in. They want Chinese food. I give you the Chinese food. The same thing you're gonna buy from the Chinese restaurant, from lo mein to uh, pad thai to sushi. I give you everything to fried rice, vegetable fried rice. Oh, you, want, you want a beef and broccoli, I give you a vegan beef and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, vegan style. I give you anything you want. We can do it vegan. So that way, if we have those spots, the, the community can see you can eat healthier. Yeah. And you still can enjoy your food. And it still can be very fast. I love you know? it. Well, I think that's the thing. A lot of the uh, in inner city, as far as even black men, they really don't have the patience. They want to grab and go get the food and get out, you know, yeah. let's say sitting down fine dining in a restaurant and they still want that in a hurry, you know? Yeah. So it's just about how can we get the food into these uh, commercial spaces all over the city? 
how can we get them in there? So that way the option is there. So if the option was there, I think more of the masculine men, they would go in and they would get it also. But they don't have the option. They're, they're, they're so spread it out. You have to go deep in Brooklyn or Queens or you have two in Harlem. You got to go all over to find them. Yeah. And sometimes they don't want to sit down. They want to grab and go. So that's yeah. what Craves is about. Our craving, the, the name is about fulfilling Craves the vegan way. So if you're craving something, tell me what you're craving and give me the opportunity to fulfill that Crave the vegan way. So that way you can push that other thing to the side and you can just eat it this way. I love that. I love that. And I love the idea of having a Craves, you know, just sprinkled throughout New York City. You know, yep. different boroughs next to Kennedy's and Popeye's yep. and, you know, all that stuff. That that option is there that you can grab some of your favorite, you know, indulgences and, and go. You know, I love yep. that. Yes. You know, that's the thing about health, you know, like even with the doctor, everybody can't go to the doctor. They don't have Medicaid. So people don't have insurance. You know, everybody don't have the means to go. So they sit around sick. So it's the same thing with food. You don't have the restaurants in place for people to go to, to get the, the good dining they need, the healthier items they need. You know, you don't have them, so they don't go to them. So now we have to find a way to fix that. Like even going out to a sporting event or to a concert, you know, you go to the concession and it's nothing healthy. You're looking like, man, well, what can I eat? I know. And I'm, I'm hoping somebody say, okay, Charles, we, we hear you. We hear you cry. Yeah. Let's go with it. Let's put you at the gas station. You're taking a road trip. You pull over to get some gas. Okay, let, there's vegans driving. <laughs> yeah. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. But it's just, we're so limited. We got to wait till the summertime to go to the street fair where they have these certain things that <laughs> we got to find out. Oh my God, where's the vegan thing coming? I know. <laughs> we can just go crazy. <laughs> I know, because we're hungry too. We want to eat yeah. good food too. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. You know, I want you to come in. You know, my ultimate, ultimate golden dream is, okay, you can come in the craze and say, okay, let me have a number one and number two. You got yeah. a combo, just like McDonald's. Yeah. But my combo can be a little pasta bowl and yeah. something else to drink, maybe a smoothie or something like that. You know, oh, it can I be, love that. You know, so that's my goal. That's where I see it's at. When you can come in and you get number one, number two, and number three. Yeah. And the is already up there where it's at. Because, you know, people love to see pictures. <laughs> they they want to know what they're eating, what it's yeah. going to look like. Yeah. You know, and that's just the main goal with craves. If we can do that, then, I mean, everything else will just fall in place. Because, you know, it would become a habit. You would see us, you know, if, when you see a lot of things in your face, you have a tendency to remember it and you go to it because it's bold. It's out there. Yeah. So let me ask you this. For people who want to know more, where can they find out more? Where can they support you? Where can they come and order some food? Like, what, what, where should we go? Uh, right now, you can go to my uh, Instagram, Crave okay. Vegan Foods, and I have Crave Eats. But Crave Vegan Foods, you know, that's what the vegans could just find me because I use the name vegans. You know, the vegan in there. You know, it's the same thing with Crave Eats. I'm just going to, combine the pages sooner or later i'm yes. just trying to build up enough traffic you gotcha. know enough traffic and i'm going to combine them so they can go there you can dm me uh you can go on facebook also to uh craves uh craves vegan foods you can go on facebook but i'm more on ig and i'm also on linkedin you can go on linkedin okay Charles, thank you so much it's a pleasure to talk to you i'm glad to know you're out there doing your thing and i have not had the pleasure of tasting your food yet but i look forward to having some very very soon thank you also thank you for giving me an opportunity to be on this beautiful platform and i love what you're doing keep doing what you're doing you know and you know our people of color is very important because we're getting lost out here and just another thing i don't want to jump topics i know we got to close up 
you know, I, I was riding around in, in a city and I was kind of depressed because I saw all the people of color and they were complaining about, hey, we can't go outside, the cops are harassing us. And then I seen all the young ones and some of the old ones just standing in the corner drinking, you know, and then I came down to where I live at and I see, you know, other people of different colors and they're sitting out sunbathing, they're playing with the kids, they're jogging, they're riding bikes. And it's like, wow, it's like two different <laughs> sides to it, yeah. you know? And I'm like, how do we save that? So that way we don't have to hear about all the horror stories on the news and stuff like that. So, if, you know, they watch it, please, please, you know, practice social distancing and, and protect yourself. And then if you're going to go out, be active, move around. It's more than just standing around. You stand around, you talk, walk, take a walk, find a park, yeah. jog, yeah. take in some sun, sit down, you know, stay up the corners. <laughs> you know, then, you know, you won't get harassed, you won't get beat up, you won't get locked up and things like that. But again, thank you so much. I appreciate you opportunity to come on and um let's thank you all right charles thank you and be well take care thank you so much okay. all right everybody that does it for this episode of the vegan sexy cool podcast Another big thank you to my guest, Chef Charles David. Be sure and follow him on social media. And until next time and until next time everybody stay safe and stay sane.